There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. An Elio's original. And welcome to Web Crawlers, the podcast where we do a deep dive into some of our favorite unsolved mysteries. Each week, we will introduce our topic, lay out our research and findings, reveal some conspiracy theories, and conclude with our own hypothesis. Who knows? We might even solve a case. I am Allie Siegel. I am Melissa Stettin. And I, producer Maria. Oh my God. Wow. This, am I at the opera? Or, okay, Mariah Carey. <laughs> yes, <you laughs> yeah. Are. Whoa. Uh-huh. <laughs> Grammys much? <laughs> um, competing with Alley Time, the famed, <laughs> the famed song of web crawlers. Before we, well, so can I just say, uh, this is a birthday thing. Can I just say it really quickly? Yes. Yes. yes it's queen. Allie's birthday today because this drops <gasps> on Tuesday. Oh my God. Yes. Yeah, it's Tuesday. And this message came in. Um, free. I just sent it to you. It came in. I had nothing to do with it. This is not me. This was this was for your birthday video. But I think it's better if we just play it on air because it's just a it's just an audio message. Oh my god! I hope it's from. Is it from Jeb? No, no. Well, I no. I don't. Honestly, <laughs> when I heard it, it freaked me out. So okay, I'll play it right now. I'm scared. Okay. <laughs> Maria, it is your birthday. I'm a traveled from the farthest corners of the galaxy. 
Oh my god. <laughs> Wow. So that was the head of the Galactic Federation saying happy birthday to me, happy birthday to us, happy birthday to Asher and Dolly and saying, you know, our our earth is fucked up, but there she's going to she, I think I feel like that was a woman alien it did seem mm-hmm. like saying that she was going to help us out and help earth I, out. I thought that was so cool that that message got sent. Wow. That's huge. They beamed it to us. From outer space. I don't know if other other podcasts have had the Galactic <laughs> Federation as a guest. No, they haven't. <laughs> Not Joe Rogan that yeah. I know of. That's huge. I mean, that's going to break the charts for us. Wow. Thank you for that voicemail. That was really awesome. Yeah. So today is my birthday. I am turning 35. And I just want to say for those of you who attended the birthday Zoom, like... I don't want to start crying, but uh, that like your videos meant so much to me. I've watched it so many times. I sent it to my family so they know that I'm not <laughs> screaming this podcast into a void. And uh, Melissa and Maria sent me Porto's, a restaurant I've never tried before. And now I'm the Are you a fan? fan. Do you like it? I'm a huge fan. And in my darkest oh my moment, God, I had eaten. I There was cake and uh, like a cookie, like a, ba- a box of like different like cookies and pastries so i had like half the cakes which are like wet cakes like they are like dense frosting and i had half the pastries and well this is what makes it gross and i threw them in a trash bag yeah i didn't take it to the trash bins outside but they were like in a trash bag in my house and also in that trash bag was like some dog food and like other gross stuff like tissues from me blowing my nose and yeah, and I did this. I did this uh, Friday night. I I I ate. I like binged, and I was like, I can't eat anymore. Saturday night, I took the boxes out of the trash and finished it. The pastries and the cake, which like definitely needed to be refrigerated, and I ate it. And I was like, if I get food poisoning, like it is what that it is. is so funny. <laughs> I we've, finished it. We've all done that at some point in our lives, taking something out of the trash. I'm sure people have. People need to admit I've that they done, do this within shit. The like past everyone's year, gross. I for sure have been like, oh no, I wanted that. Like when Martin threw something away, I'm like, no, 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 I'm not done with <laughs> You're that. Just searching <laughs> through the chart like a little yeah. raccoon. There it is. <laughs> like a raccoon. So I did that, and that's my. I that's think my that's so, so. Anyways, thank I you guys. So that. good that you wanted to take it out of the trash yeah. and eat more of it. It, it was. That's my review. I should. <laughs> I should yelp that. Portos is so good that I threw away my leftovers and then ate them out of the trash a few hours later. Anyway, Melissa, who are our new patrons? We've got UK Unverfirth, mm. the, Max, mm. Peter, Tracy, Lauren, and Katie. Thanks. Wow. Thank you guys for joining the team. You're in for some pretty exciting stuff. Well, it is uh, Women's History Mar- Month. March. Excuse <laughs> you. It is Women's History Month in March. So our episodes for this month are all going to be female-centric. Yeah. Um, super excited for that. Melissa, what is our episode today? Well, today we are going to talk about the first ever female billionaire criminal hell yes into it she was one of the most richest and dangerous women in the world and at one point was the most powerful drug kingpin in the world oh my god horny yes not talking about kylie jenner 
billionaire, self-made billionaire, <laughs> Kylie Jenner. <laughs> and it's estimated that she was responsible for up to 2,000 murders while transporting cocaine from Colombia to the United States. Oh, my God. I'm talking about Colombian drug lord Griselda Blanco, Ooh. a.k.a. the cocaine godmother, a.k.a. the black widow, a.k.a. Girl boss, yes, queen. Let's get into it. <laughs> Let's get into it. I love cocaine godmother. It's That's such, such a, a fun name. name. I have never I think heard we, of this. We did a woman. drunk history on this. Oh, that's with right. Maya Rudolph. That's right. Oh, were you wow, in good it? Casting. You yes, I was. I was like, you a, were. I, I believe I was. I believe I was. I remember being there. I can't remember what. Were you a drug mule? I'm going to have to go back and look. It's a possibility. It's a very big possibility. Yeah, you probably stuck something up your butt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Swallowed those those balloon things. Those Maria full of grace balloons. Maria full of grace. <laughs> so Griselda Blanco was born in Cartagena, Cartagena Colombia. Cartagena. Cartagena. On February 15th, 1943. She and her mother, Ana Lucia Restrepo, moved to Medellin when she was three years old. Mm. Look at me, I'm regular Elaria Baldwin yeah. pronouncing everything. She quickly How do you say cucumber? How do you say cucumber? She quickly adopted a criminal lifestyle at the age of eleven. Griselda mm. allegedly kidnapped a ten year old boy from an upscale neighborhood. And when the boy's parents refused to pay to pay a ransom, she shot and killed him. Oh, my God. 11 years old. And so she started pickpocketing before she even turned 13. Her mother's boyfriend was sexually assaulting her. So to escape all of that, she ran away from home at 16 and resorted to looting in Medellin. Whoa. And she got married at 18 to Carlos Trujillo and had three sons, Dixon, Uber, and Osvaldo. Wow. Pretty cool names. Their marriage fell apart, and it's believed that Griselda and had Carlos murdered in 1970. Holy shit. And her sons were all poorly educated, and they were all later killed in Colombia after being deported following prison sentences in the U.S. Oh, shit. So then Griselda got into the drug business. So her first foray into the drug business came when she met her second husband. I love that you're calling it the drug business. The drug business. <laughs> I don't know what else you would call it, but I like I it's like the, that. You know, the, the drug, uh, you know, empire. She uh when she met her second husband Alberto Bravo. So in the mid-1970s, they illegally immigrated to the US with fake passports. Wow. Settling in Queens, New York. So they established a pretty large cocaine business there. And she opened a women's underwear factory in Colombia that manufactured undergarments with secret compartments so that mules could smuggle cocaine into the U.S. as passengers on airplanes. That's actually hugely smart. Genius. That's really impressive. It's genius. Yeah. And she was the first to use multiple sources of supply so that she could always keep the cocaine pipeline full. And she also advocated for pooling trafficker resources and sharing the risks. So her business model was like the first business model of the modern day cartel. Like she basically created the cartel. And so in April 1975, the authorities intercepted 150 kilos, which is 330 pounds of cocaine meant for distribution by Griselda. And she and her husband were indicted on federal drug conspiracy charges along with 30 of her subordinates. 
but they fled to Colombia before they could be arrested. They're like, we're out of here. Oh, shit. Can't arrest yeah. us. Bye, bitch. But then some shit went down between Griselda and her husband, Alberto. So Griselda suspected that Alberto was stealing millions of dollars from the cartel that they had built together. So she confronted him in a Bogota nightclub parking lot. That couldn't have been good. Yeah, she nothing good, nothing good happens in a Bogota it happens in a nightclub night, parking nightclub lot. parking lot. Take it from me. I think it's Bogota. Just Bogo- I don't want to Bogota. When yeah. I say Bogota, <laughs> Bogota, I think so. I think like a a Bogota, <laughs> a Bogota, a- yeah. <laughs> Bogota, 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 mm-hmm. Bogota. She pulled out a gun. Then Alberto got an Uzi gun, and they had a gun battle. Oh my god! But Alberto and six bodyguards died, and Griselda only suffered a mi- minor gunshot wound to the stomach, and she recovered quickly. And this is what earned her the nickname the Black Widow. Like she killed seven dudes. How when her when her adversary husband had a machine gun? <laughs> yeah. How do you win a pistol versus a machine gun? That's He's crazy. pretty badass. So then she continued to run her cartel from Colombia. And at one point in 1976, she allegedly smuggled cocaine into the U.S. on a ship named Gloria. It was a ship that the Colombian government had sent to New York to take part in America's bicentennial celebration in the New York Harbor. Like there's this there's a news article that I found a newspaper clipping of this. It says 13 pounds of cocaine on Colombian ship. Oh, my God. Crazy. So then soon after that, she returned to the United States settling in Miami in the late 1970s. Her return more or less coincided with the beginning of a very public violent conflict that involved hundreds of murders and killings yearly, which were associated with the high crime epidemic that swept Miami in the 1980s. So she was basically, when she returned, like that's when like shit went crazy with all the drug cartels. And so the police were struggling to put an end to the enormous amounts of cocaine that were coming into Miami. So they created CENTAC-26, which is this joint operation between the Miami Police Department and the DEA. Like, she was the reason they had to create this whole, like, separate force to, like, control the cocaine and murders. So then Griselda got married again to Dario Sepulveda and had another son, Michael Corleone Blanco. What? She named, after, she named him after. Oh, my God. <laughs> Pretty awesome. But then Dario left Griselda and returned to Colombia and kidnapped Michael because they couldn't agree on who would take custody. So what did Griselda do? She paid to have her husband assassinated in Colombia and her son returned to Miami. She was like, you don't fuck with Griselda. You don't steal my son and had him murdered. Oh, my God. And she was involved in the drug-related violence known as the Miami Drug War, or a.k.a. the Cocaine Cowboy Wars that plagued Miami in the 70s and 80s. It says here, sorry to interrupt, that uh, Jennifer Lopez is slated to play a, play her yeah. in a movie called The Godmother coming out. Uh, this is an article from 2020 in an upcoming biopic, and that... Catherine Zeta-Jones played her in a TV movie called Cocaine Godmother. Yeah. And apparently she's the subject of at least six other features and documentaries. Oh, yeah. And then just one one other side note. Apparently she owned a, a machine gun studded with emeralds. <laughs> That's Whoa. pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Anyways, uh, continue. So let's see. So yeah, the 1970s and early 80s, this was a time when cocaine was trafficked more than marijuana. 
Wow. Pre- yeah. It was a lawless and corrupt atmosphere, primarily created by Griselda's operations that led to, to the gangsters being dubbed the cocaine cowboys and their violent way of doing business as the Miami drug war. So police say she is single-handedly to blame for Miami devolving into the homicide capital of America in the 1980s. Oh, my God. I wonder if there's like a Miami Vice episode about her. <laughs> oh, I bet. It'd be a mistake if there wasn't. Yeah, for sure. So she allegedly ordered numerous murders, many of which were committed by gunmen on motorcycles, a practice she was said to have invented, the drive-by motorcycle shooting. Whoa. Oh, my God. Yeah, the motorcycle assassin technique. In addition, a number of the killings occurred in broad daylight, including a shootout at a mall in 1979, as well as the bayonetting of a rival cocaine kingpin as he exited a flight in Miami. She gave oh her my God. she gave her hitman a vintage World War II bayonet, and it was her desire that Papo, which was like one of her competitor competitors, be stabbed in the middle of the Miami International Airport as he was coming through customs. And her reasoning was that the man was a pig and she wanted him stabbed like a pig. Jesus. A fucking bayonet. (laughs) Crazy. Oh, my God. So Griselda's distribution network, which spanned the United States, brought in $80 million per month. She smuggled more than three tons of cocaine into the United States yearly. And her violent business style brought government scrutiny to South Florida leading to the demise of her organization and the freewheeling, high-profile Miami drug scene of those times. And in 1984, the year I was born, Griselda's willingness to use violence against her Miami competitors or anyone else who displeased her led to her rivals to make repeated attempts to assassinate her. And so in an attempt to escape the hits that were calling her, she fled to California because, like, everyone wanted to kill her. Yeah, I can imagine. So then on February 18th, 1985, she was arrested by DEA agents in her home and held without bail. Mm. And after her trial, she was sentenced to more than a decade in jail. But while in prison, she continued to effectively run her cocaine business with the help of her son, Michael Corleone Blanco. That's so crazy. Wow, she had the hustle. Yeah. She had supposedly hatched an escape plot involving hired henchmen kidnapping JFK Jr. in Manhattan and holding him hostage in exchange for her release. Oh, my God. <laughs> but uh, but that obviously never happened. Webcrawlers has a Patreon to get access to rewards, bonus episodes, uh, video episodes a day early, shout outs, ad free episodes. Uh, and more, please go to patreon.com slash webcrawlers. You can donate as little as $2 a month, or you can just do a flat fee for the year. So you could pay like 20 bucks and then be done and just be a patron, uh, which is awesome and really helps us keep the podcast going. Also, please rate and review us on Apple Podcast. If you give us a five-star review, we will read it on the podcast. Uh, also, probably a four-star review. Uh, But mostly the fives. Also, Erios has a hotline. Your voicemails keep us going. Insert jingle here. 626-604-6262. Erios. It's really been popping off. Some of you call three times in a row. We love it. It's great. Some of you call a few times a week. So please keep them coming and uh, we will play them on our mini episodes. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. 
PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. And then in 1994, one of her uh, hitmen, Jorge Ayala, agreed to testify against her. And the Miami State Attorney's Office obtained sufficient evidence to indict Griselda for three murders. And so prosecutors were seeking the death penalty. However, the case collapsed due to technicalities relating to a phone sex scandal. So Jorge, the star witness, was apparently like super hot and he was having phone sex with some female secretaries in the DA's office. Oh my God. I gotta Google this. Yeah, Jorge. Jorge, look at the pictures. He is a, he is a hot man. No, he is not. He is not. Look, Google Jorge. That's his last name. Ayala. Uh, yeah, no, Jorge's not. No, 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 no. No, the younger photos. Yeah, even the younger photos I'm not into. He looks like a doofus. Yeah, I'm not. I don't I don't buy young I don't Jorge. Know. These must have been some some secretaries going yeah. through a dry spell. Yeah, he looks like he's a log. He's a bump on a log is what he looks like. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> he does. I'm sorry. I mean, eh, maybe he was very suave. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that must have been it. So anyway, yeah, he was having phone sex. So like the case went, uh, he fucked the whole thing up. And so in 1998, Griselda ultimately pled guilty in exchange for a reduced sentence. And six years later, in 2004, she was released and deported to Medellin, Colombia where she lived quietly in a comfortable home in a Medellin neighborhood described by some as the Bel Air of Colombia. Like she was in a rich, it was Ooh. an exclusive gated community with armed guards. I mean, that makes sense. Also, she was openly bisexual. Wow. And yes, according queen. to the New York Post, 
Court records show Blanco was a drug addict who consumed vast quantities of basuco, a potent form of smokable, unrefined cocaine, and she would force men and women to have sex at gunpoint and had frequent bisexual orgies. Jeez. This woman's a freak. Yeah, her favorite possession was an emerald and <laughs> gold. Oh, my God. I thought you were going to say position. And position. I was like, we can maybe cut this out. <laughs> possessions included an emerald gold MAC-10 machine gun, Ava Perone's pearls, and a tea set once used by the Queen of England. <laughs> Those were like her favorite things. That's pretty cool. Do you want to hear something really weird? This is like embarrassing for me yes. to disclose. I've like said two things that indicate I'm so gross so far what? on this podcast. The trash thing and now this. So when I was little, <laughs> I like refused to use toilet paper. And and my mom had to tell me that the toilet paper, she would like hand me toilet paper and be like, a roll of toilet paper and be like, this is a gift from the Queen of England. It just came today. And that's the only way I would use toilet paper is if she told me it was a gift from the Queen of England. Why? 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 The Queen of England? (laughs) Oh, my God. Allie thought she was that special that the Queen of England sent it to her so that she could wipe her ass. How old were you? Like when I first like was potty trained, like whenever that is, like, I don't know, three or something or four, (laughs) whenever you start. I mean, you're always wiping. But like whenever you got out of diapers, (laughs) I like, I like hated toilet paper. My mom would be like, the queen of England sent you another roll of toilet paper. (laughs) That's really um, unique. I've never heard anything like that. You just refused to use toilet paper. You just like pulled up your underwear and were like, whatever. <laughs> yeah, it was gross. I just came, had a dirty, dirty bee hole and bee hole. That's insane. But not anymore. Now I love to wipe, just for the record. That's cool. Wow. I don't, that's. <laughs> okay. Anyways, back to, back to cocaine cowboys. Um, uh, so in court, it was revealed that. Uh, Griselda killed three former husbands as well as strippers, business rivals, and innocent bystanders, including a four-year-old boy. She has, like, no uh, moral compass. She will just kill anyone, no, anything. Yeah, sociopath. But then on the night of September 3rd, 2012, Griselda died after being shot twice, Uh-oh. once in the head and once in the shoulder by a motorcyclist in Medellin, Colombia. Uh-oh. She was shot at Cardiso Butcher Shop on the corner of 29th Street after having bought $150 worth of meat. So a gunman climbed off the back of a motorbike outside the shop, entered, pulled out a gun, and shot Griselda two times before calmly walking back to his bike and disappearing into the city. She was 69. Nice. So she got killed by a technique that she invented, the motorcycle. Wow. Yeah. Wow, 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 wow. Damn. Uh-oh. And so uh, her son, Michael, um, according to, to the Miami New Times, Michael's father and older siblings were all killed before he reached adulthood. So his mom was in prison for most of his childhood and teenage years, and he was raised by his maternal grandmother and legal guardian. So he wasn't even... So Griselda was in prison for most of her son's life, son Michael's life. Oh, Jesus. In 2012, Michael was put under house arrest uh, after 
two felony counts of cocaine trafficking and conspiracy to traffic cocaine. He actually appeared on a 2018 episode of the Investigation Discovery documentary, Evil Lies Here, or Evil Lives Here, to recount his lonely childhood. Ooh. Jeez. In 2019, he was featured in the VH1 docuseries Cartel Crew, which follows the descendants of drug lords. He also runs a clothing brand, Piero Blanco, that refers to his infamous mother. Is it underwear with special hiding spots? (laughs) That would be amazing. Um, She was featured in the documentary Cocaine Cowboys in 2006. And she was, uh, she served as a central figure in Cocaine Cowboys 2, Hustling with the Godmother. I gotta watch that that documentary. I always see it on Netflix, and I'm never cooking cowboys. Yeah, is it good? It's really good. Yeah, and so yeah, as of yet, the film project titled "The Godmother" is currently in production, starring Jennifer Lopez, and which she also plans to produce. Wow. A former associate says she had the worst temper I ever saw. She ordered death the way other people order pizza. <laughs> Jesus wow. Christ. And there's some That's news crazy. clippings I found of women getting charged uh, for smuggling in drugs in their underwear. So this is from this is from like the or this is from 1973. It says woman charged in drug smuggling, a Colombian woman who stashed three hundred thousand dollars worth of cocaine into her bra and girdle was arrested at Miami International Airport yesterday by customs. Mariela Zapata, 33, of Medellin, arrived aboard a flight from Bogota and was waiting in a customs enclosure when she was spotted. A customs patrol officer noticed something irregular about her figure, and she was searched immediately and found to have four and a half pounds of cocaine in her underwear. The woman was charged with unlawful importation of cocaine and is being held at the Dade County Women's Detention Center. And there's like a bunch of articles like this of women being caught. Oh, my God. So like imagine the women who weren't being caught, like the amount of women just flying in and out of Miami. Jesus. Crazy. It says here that the coroner's office had to rent a refrigerated truck from Burger King to cope with all the bodies. That Griselda had in a seventies in a mall shootout. I guess there was a mall shootout, and they oh yeah, the the mall shootout. The coroner's office had to get a refrigerated truck from Burger King to to take out all the bodies from the shootout. That's insane. And this ship that she put (laughs) all the cocaine on. uh, This is from nineteen seventy three, I believe. The U.S. Customs agents today were standing by a graceful three-masted Colombian sailing ship following a report from a skipper that it was carrying $500,000 worth of cocaine. Uh, Delicate negotiations between the U.S. State Department in Washington and the Colombian government went on for much of yesterday over the mystery surrounding the vessel Gloria invited here to take part in the bicentennial celebrations. The captain of the ship, Rafael Martinez, found about six kilos or more than 13 pounds of cocaine aboard the square-rigged ship before she docked early yesterday. Sources say the cocaine is still aboard the ship, and two men are in the brig. They also say they believe there may be more of the drug on the Gloria. Colombia's consul general, uh, who's scheduled to host a reception aboard the Gloria for Miami, uh, has denied the existence of the cocaine. Columbia General's like, I don't know what you're talking about. There's no cocaine on here. But a State Department spokesman in Washington, Richard Dugstead, said the diplomatic talks were being held because of the desirability of a further search. 
The Gloria left Columbia 12 days ago and is due to stay in Miami over the weekend. She is then due to sail for Bermuda and take part in the tail ship's race to New York. Bermuda! Hell yeah, baby! Yeah. Yes. Party time. Party time. Wow. So she's like the female Pablo Escobar. And she was, yeah, even more. She created the modern cartel. Like she was responsible for like having wow, that's pretty crazy. entries of cocaine, like many sources. So she could just like keep it flowing for years. The thing about that is like, what's the point of ha- of like doing all this illegal stuff and having all this money if you're in jail all the time and can't use it? You know, that's like my confusion about this kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah. I mean, I figured she, I don't know. I assumed she thought she was going to get out of jail and like, I mean, she when she got out of jail, she moved back to Medellin and like in this ginormous mansion and had like tons of money. So like, yeah, I don't know. Was it worth it? Was it was it worth it? You know, was it worth it? You know, was it worth it in the end? I mean, she really she lived a in her heyday. It was she was rolling in the cash. This drug she was it was addicted to this cocaine paste. Yeah, it's crazy. It's a high potency. Uh, The Spanish word for cocaine paste or cocaine sulfate is a simple one-step process that produces high residues of lead and sulfuric acid. The cocoa leaves are soaked in kerosene, and the eventual result is a brown sticky base with a high lead content in other additives. Weird. So you're like giving yourself lead poisoning? Like what? Oh, it's Columbia's... So that must make you hallucinate and... Columbia's version of crack. Crack's not good. Um, I mean that probably contributed to her behavior. You oh, don't sure, do yeah, sure that had <laughs> crack. Wow, well, um, very cool female billionaire crackhead entrepreneur, murderer, entrepreneur, psycho, uh, left murderer, a huge impact on the world in one way or the other. <laughs> yes, you know? yeah. started Adventure the cartel. Of, um, true. I was watching um, Locked Up Abroad, which is one of my favorite shows. Mm-hmm. Oh, and nice. yesterday, yeah. a woman was transporting drugs in her bra. Oh, they do that, yeah, on like sixty days yeah. in. And but stuff. she got she got caught because, like, when she got searched, you could hear like the plastic crunching. Oh like, my god, like, that's not gonna work. Yeah, that's not gonna work. Yeah, that's not yeah. gonna work. Well, if people want to reach us with their own, you know, cartel stories, or if they know anything about Griselda, <laughs> Are you in the cartel, yeah, or you know, things like that, Melissa, where can people reach us? You can email us at webcrawlerspod at gmail dot com, or find us on Twitter and Instagram at webcrawlerspod. Awesome. Well, uh, I am Allie, thirteen pounds of cocaine seagull. I am. Melissa Bog- Bogota. 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 Mm-hmm. Bogota. There it is. There Stitches. it is. And I'm Maria. Um, uh, I'm Maria the Black Widow Blasucci. Full of grace. Maria Ooh, full of grace Blasucci. <laughs> All right. Bye, bye. guys. Powered by ACAST. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 